at me judging a book by its co- cover. <laughs> you know, I, I saw the name, people, and songs, and I'm like, oh, great. It's going to be like up with people. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually just people singing. Just people <laughs> singing songs. Singing songs. Yeah, they really needed to pray through that name, though. It's like, if you Google that, you're going to find, never find them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. People and songs. Songs called Give Us Your Heart. It's Risenstein. It's Victor 91.5. It is uh, Erev Rosh Hashanah. Mm-hmm. This is the eve of Rosh Hashanah. Begins tonight at sundown, and Ray Haynes, our general manager, is in teaching on the year 5778. And we're about to just really shift on in, and first uh, to help you understand why we do that, I kind of give you a rundown of how the Hebrew language l- works, basically, and then we're going to walk into what did we see <coughs> last year, and how can we be confident what we're going to see this year, just because you say it so. So, uh, in Hebrew... The alphabet is made up of pictures, which have meanings or even stories, right? So Mm -hmm. if you look at a world map and you find Israel in the center, the countries to the left have an alphabet like ours. Countries to the right or east have pictographs, all right? So they're all very similar concepts. So these pictures are not just pretty little pictures. Mm -hmm. They're letters. Right. Uh, The letters are part of words that help bring meaning, and the pictures and letters and words are also numbers that have values. Mm-hmm. So it's a very complicated language in that sense. It's very thick. It's a lot of meaning in there. So just to give you an example, the number four in Hebrew is the letter Dalet, is how you say it. Uh, obviously, it sounds like a D, and it is. Uh, it looks, the picture, it looks like a door. That's the mm-hmm. picture. So That's right. it, it, things that it means are going to go around that. It's opening to things. And Aleph, so, Bet, Gimel, Dalet, A. <laughs> All the little things growing up. <laughs> so the meaning comes from how it's going to be used in Scripture. So it's very present in creation. There's four directions. There's four seasons, four dimensions, four rivers in Eden. It opens mm. you up to things. So mm. it's like a door. The number 10 means order. You got 10 fingers. There's none lacking. So that's the right number. In other words, it's ordered. 10 plagues fully judged Egypt. 10 commandments sum up the law. Ten righteous can save a city. So that's the number ten, and you can walk that through through pictures and everything. Mm-hmm. Seven, which we were walking out of the year ending in seven. Seven means rest, perfection, mm-hmm. and purity. But the symbol for it is a sword. All right? So you have two sevens. You got kind of one of those big double-edged swords. Seven, seven, seven is God holding the sword, which is the year we're leaving in. So we, you know, we asked back then, was it for protection? Was it for judgment? A lot of times people are saying during these seasons, God's getting ready to judge. The world is ending. And rarely happens. <laughs> Actually, it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. <laughs> but and it's not going to happen this time either. So uh, in, in this case, that sword in God's hand was very much in a part of protecting. But I want you to think about the sword first. So when there was war in heaven, it was between angels who are eternal meaning they can't die. So stabbing each other would be rather pointless, to use the obviously pun there. The sword here that we're talking about is truth versus lies, mm-hmm. obedience mm. versus right. falling, all right? Since, the word of God is referred to as the sword. Yes, yeah. because it's, it's a truth. The truth. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not a lie, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a sword. It separates bone from marrow, soul from spirit. Right. So Jesus is described in Revelation as having a sword coming out of his mouth. So it gives you a little more point to say, all right, so the sword, it's not just truth. It's a declared, it's a spoken yep. truth, right? Yep. So it's, it, it's a lot about the tongue and words intended to kill. So we talked about last year, 577 was beginning. 
here's what's going to happen. You're going to have a lot of this. And we were already seeing it because of the election that was ready to uh, start to happen. We couldn't tell you a whole lot because we're in a, an election season last year. And obviously, we can't talk politics. We can talk governance. So we can, we can say anything now. But at the time, we really couldn't give you the details I wanted to because it would <clears throat> would have compromised us. So, But let's look back in the year now and just kind of discern it. What was the most prominent thing last year? It was the year of words intended to kill. Mm. It was fake news. There's no middle ground. You offend me. Wait, I offend me. Everything offends me. It all <laughs> had to do with words, right? It was all of these mm-hmm. swords constantly going. Everyone was being labeled. Again, words, regardless of what they actually believed. You could be called a racist. You could be called a Nazi. You could be called anything. And it was all fair game. Refusing to stand for the national anthem as a protest, same kind of concept. It's it's a it's a silent protest, but it's actually very verbal. Uh, morality very much under attack. Christianity under attack. Our president Trump very much under attack. They just did a new um, study that came out that said um, in recent coverage, 91% of the coverage of Trump, which aired on the major networks, all negative. So, again, these swords are just flying and flying and flying. And from him, too, he's the first president to communicate daily by Twitter. That's a brand new thing. It happened in 777. Everyone was swinging their sword, but God prevented it from destroying. That's the bigger picture here. I know in the news and everything we thought was going, I stopped watching the news. It just got annoying. But that wasn't the big picture. The big picture was the 777 is, what did God do with his sword? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, what is the long effect of God preventing destruction last year. So coming up, we're going to look at what's possibly coming in the year ahead with eight. How does that change? And the next two breaks, we'll take a real good look, a lot at America of what's coming. It's Victor 91.5. It's Ryzenstein. This is Ray Haynes teaching on Rosh Hashanah 2017. The third part.